Warning! The following podcast (laughs) contains people who are indecisive talking over each other. Or no, you, me, you. Ah, all right, just get me, me, me. Shocking. Positively shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode number 170. That's right, guys. Triple digits. It's Fuzzy Dan. Woohoo! You missed out on the big one last week, buddy. I know. I honestly don't think it could have handled my raw sexual magnetism. (laughs) So, that's why. I don't know how we handle it every week on a normal basis anyway, to I, be completely I, honest. I know. I mean, just look at this face. Look at this face. Uh, how are you, Fuzzy? How's your week been? How are you staying sane, if at all? Um, I don't know if I am. Um, mm-hmm. I may have watched all of the television that I could have potentially watched, and now I'm watching Outlander. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Yeah, I'm, so I'm the at the bottom of the barrel, the people. The barrel. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes well, you feel any better, Fuzzy, I've been watching that Frankie and Grace. <laughs> Oh, oh god! So what? there is a bottom to the bottom. Of the <laughs> it's, That's it's actually disturbing. outside the barrel and underneath. <laughs> now you're scraping through the, the barrel, actual. people. <laughs> I, I actually want to find out what happens when you complete Netflix. Like, what? Like, do you get like an award or something? Someone comes <laughs> around to your house with a DVD. Like, well, it's, it's like back when to you this, turn hundred. Yeah. Netflix it's, it's writes a, you a letter. <laughs> you just get a platinum trophy, but in real life. <laughs> Yeah, so that is my target now to, is to complete Netflix and Outlander seems to be the, the last bastion of hope. So uh, yeah, It's the home go. stretch. Yeah. Oh, man, it's it's a tough slog. Well, just stop. You have free will. Just stop and do what I'm doing and watch The Office again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again. And again. And again. Well, honestly, haven't even finished season nine because, I mean, you don't need season nine. So we just went straight back to season one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's a it's it's a life it's a life to live. So I just uh, created Tom- a new account and it <laughs> exactly. said I hadn't watched it. <laughs> well, you I'm may just- like The Office. Ooh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I will put it out there to anyone listening. Like, if you do have recommendations for random TV shows that potentially I haven't watched yet, just please, please, please help me. I need <laughs> please. <laughs> I need. Please. I need anything else to watch. <laughs> uh. Well, while Fuzzy laments over his lack of self-control because he can't pace himself I with have TV none. shows. I have none. <laughs> Ian is here as well. Ian, whoop, whoop, Ian's how are here. you? I'm okay. You know, yeah? I'm fine. I also wasn't here in the last episode, so I missed out Aww. on that raw sexual magnetism, but I made they up can't... for it. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What, oh. what did you do? I, I, uh, I, I went into my other room. <laughs> I, I closed the door. And I screamed into a pillow three minutes straight. Single breath. But the question Sends is, did on. you finish? Like that's <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of, that's a lot of sexual gratification. <laughs> Much three like minutes. the movie Heat. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway oh, through so I knew I was too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you finished and then there was another forty five minutes of <laughs> exactly. nice. and it just kept going. <laughs> Well, Tom is also here, stroking his lovely beard. It's been a while since I've seen it. And it's looking real good. Oh, thank you. It's thank looking you. good. 
very happy to be here. And uh, so for the first time this week, I watched Spice World, Dense. Wow. It so, is. So. It is an experience. You know that <laughs> Hugh Laurie, Stephen Fry, <laughs> Roger Moore, what? who else are in that film? I can what? believe Roger Moore. Like, Roger Moore is just a charlatan. I but, can believe yeah. Stephen Fry. I feel like Stephen Fry would have done it just for fun. They might have asked him. He's like, sure, I'm no, not busy they, this weekend. Apparently a whole heap of people just wanted to be in it. Elton John was in it as well. Um, Barry, Humphreys, Barry Humphreys was in it. Oh you, do, you do forget, what? though. Like, the Spice Girls were fucking massive at one stage. And, yeah, they, they would yeah. have said, yeah, everyone, come on. It'll be really fun. And then it ended up just being a giant steaming pile of spice. <laughs> weren't there aliens in that movie? They were. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. My I've sister was it. like way into Spice Girls when they were. That's, I'm yeah, feeling like it was, I'm feeling oh. like a retro rewatch could be done at some. Stage. I've never seen it at I all was ever. Say, it's actually not as bad as I was expecting. <laughs> Come on, Sam. Wow. Come on. Is it because no, it doesn't take itself seriously? No, yeah, because it's ridiculous. Like. First step is that they get into their tour bus, this really thin, like, double-decker bus, and they go inside, and it's, like, enormous inside, like, probably about so like five or six times. Yeah, essentially, they have a Spice Girls TARDIS that they get into. <laughs> That's so good. There's aliens. Oh, my God. Um, and it's just, what's it's, his name? The guy who plays Boris in Goldeneye? He's into the uh, well. uh, Robbie Coltrane. Uh, no, Alan Ruck. No, that's that's uh, no, Alan, that's Alan. Alan <laughs> it's also something. The seed, isn't it? It's coming, coming. Alan yeah. Cummings. Yeah, that's not it. Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck is is Ferris Bueller's day off. Mr. Yes. Cameron. <laughs> Wrong, Alan. <laughs> Again, it happens all the time. <laughs> Alan. Another <laughs> uh, about Spice World for now. How are you, Ollie? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I've been uh, I've been dealing with very patchy internet this week. As we've discussed on previous podcasts, but, the uh, microwave how, takes over. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> Shut up, Ian. <laughs> I, I've also realized we, we've gotten into a rut lately. And by rut, I mean a positive rut. Because at five o'clock here in Port Ferry, we play Bananagrams. I don't know if you guys have ever played Bananagrams. No. It's, ki- it's kind of like Scrabble, but there's no board and you just have to make words as quick as you can. You can play off each other's words. It, it's, it's great. It's great. Five o'clock is Bananagrams until six o'clock. And then at six o'clock on SBS is Mastermind. It's a quiz show. I love it. And I can't not watch it. Monday to Friday, six o'clock, Mastermind every time. And then we do dinner and just it's... Whew, Have you turned into life. my grandma? Like, <laughs> Maybe. <she> does... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then we watch like... The Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, and then we're in not... bed by 8.30. <laughs> Sometimes. No, we've actually also been watching... Um, the IT crowd again. We've been showing oh, Kat's parents so IT crowd, and it's oh boy, it's good. But we've been picking <laughs> so and choosing the best episodes, so uh, it's pretty, pretty much all of them. I was about to say, but they're all good. They're all good. <laughs> the problem uh, is, some th- of them like are interconnected, though. I know. So yeah, I so think there are some inside jokes you miss out on. Yeah, ah, it's okay. It's still amazing. Like the like- phone number for the fire. <laughs> oh, one one eight nine 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 All right, on to the news. <laughs> on to the news. Well done for remembering most of that. <laughs> I, I got most of the numbers. Yes, <laughs> I got the three. <laughs> to the news. 
Ian, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take it. You gotta take over. It's a top ten news countdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's spectacular! It sounds like you're in the water. Beautiful. Right. Number ten. <laughs> Number 10, we have that Ruby Rose exits the CW's Batwoman. Ruby Robes. <laughs> Ruby Robes. Ruby Rose. That's the one. Uh, wait, yeah, wait. So, Ruby yeah. Tuesday. Wasn't she... She's the titular Bat person. Mm. She mm-hmm. even was quoted in an interview saying it's her dream role. So how yeah. is, how is she leaving the show that has the name of the character that she is? Because Who the knows? show will end. Magic. <laughs> no, they're, they're recasting her. Oh, God, could that show get any worse? <laughs> and um, the person Maybe. who plays Rosa from from uh, b- 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 Brooklyn Nine-Nine Stephanie saying that she'd be really interested in doing it. So. That'd be cool. No. I mean, the, the show itself doesn't... I just think it'd be cool for her but I would I would watch it I haven't, I haven't watched it at all yet I don't think I'll ever watch it I watched Duty three quarters of the first episode and went no, no this is not for me <laughs> and then you remembered it was Ruby Rose <laughs> yeah, oh she's terrible she's so bad CW Network plus Ruby Rose equals unwatchable <laughs> oh, I just I can't even imagine it sounds like a joke in a sketch show like Ruby Rose is Batwoman, it just doesn't fit. Live from New York, oh. it's Saturday night. <laughs> That's the whole sketch. But everything Ruby about Rose. it looks Batwoman. bad. It's, like even yeah. the weird fake hair stuff and that. I don't know, yeah, the, yeah, just the red out. wig. It's so bad. Oh. It looks even worse when she's running around looking like it's just. I haven't seen it, but I need to. I need to look now because I just need to know how to base my nightmares. <laughs> so they're recasting some. Stephanie Beatrice. Interesting. 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 Oh, oh no, no, no. She she has come out saying that she wants to play. Mm. Well, I mean, so, who else? I think it's it's time. Who to else let it die. do it? Yeah. <laughs> He's you know, it had a good run. Dead. Had a good run. It had all of what, like eight episodes, ten episodes. Had, no, it it's had enough. like like twenty episodes or something. It was stupid. Yeah, this is this is CW. They they run it. It's not like a British it. Netflix series. It this be. is like this is like a TV series. They're like this is our last ditch effort to try and get viewers. Yeah. So we need as many episodes as possible. Yeah. It's yeah. an American-based show, so they have to have yeah. at least twenty to forty episodes in one season. Um, the U- the UK version is what five episodes, forty-five minutes long. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's that's it. That's yeah. the entire run of the show. No more funding. Sherlock Holmes comes in, and oh, Sherlock yeah. Holmes was like three episodes in a season. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Yeah. I feel like you get very used to that, like like maximum of some ten episodes, and then you yeah. know, when you watch a twenty two or twenty four episode TV series for the first time in a while, you're like, "What in the fuck? This doesn't end." <laughs> surely, surely, no, the series is almost over. My lovely nope, lady person is uh, currently watching through NCIS, so she's really scraping the bottom of the barrel, and that's got like forty episodes in a season. Like, there's twenty. Mm-hmm. They that's just keep like- going. 
Yeah, it's gonna have like eighteen seasons by now or something. Yeah, it's. I think it's the supernatural of the the CSI world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I the mean, man I know. who never finished his boat. They even went to hell. I see. I knew about the boat. It's <laughs> one thing I knew about NCIS that I never wanted to know. This guy builds a boat in his basement and then somehow gets it out. No one knows how he does it. Oh uh, yeah, I remember Magic. that. I didn't need to know that fact about NCIS, but now I do. <laughs> but now you do, and now you're better off for it. Am I? <laughs> All right, we need to move on to number nine. <laughs> We're only on number ten still. Shit, I know. Move on. Uh, all right, number, number nine is going to bring some fun. Adam Sandler and LeBron James are going to team up for a Netflix basketball movie called Hustle. Live from New York, it's... <laughs> Hustle. Oh, wait. What is this news? <laughs> Why is this happening? This is COVID news. <laughs> LeBron, okay, I'm just going to say, LeBron can't even get Space Jam 2 going, so let's just focus on one basketball movie before you get oh, the other one that hasn't this- happened yet. Is this the bad movie that he promised us? Maybe. Adam oh, Sandler did say. Yeah. He mm. said if it if his movie doesn't win a award or whatever specificness it was. That's that's what you want from like a star. You want them to hold you for ransom. <laughs> exactly. Essentially. It's just Give me the water, I'll make you watch shit. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. imagine if LeBron doesn't know about that, and he just made, he's just a, like, yeah, yeah, I'll be in your movie, and like oh, yeah. Adam Sandler just goes, yeah, this is gonna be the worst fucking movie you've ever seen. Can I, I see I the thought, script? No, what script? <laughs> just show up. They'll be were, fine. I thought you were meaning. I like, wonder if LeBron even knows about the movie. It's like a whole <laughs> Bowfinger scenario. It just films it without LeBron yes. knowing. <laughs> I love it because that w- that would do both. That would suit his bad movie and the Bowfinger esque Sandler film. And it gives LeBron hustle. what he deserves. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh boy! Is it? Is there any sort of release date for it? Have they started shooting yet? Or uh, is it just no, rumors? I think this is just like an announcement of it. There wasn't an actual release date or anything. Ugh. Yeah. Yet. Tom, well, what's your favorite thing about Adam Sandler? <laughs> What's your favourite thing about the Sandman? Uh, his right earlobe. Good choice. That's, that's it. Oh, All right. So hopefully, fingers crossed, number eight is just some piece of actual news rather than two Saturday Night Live sketches. <laughs> All righty then. Speaking of Saturday Night Live... <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, uh, what we do in the shadows has been renewed for season three on FX. Yes, Does that count as news? Oh, Fuzzy's happy. I love that's this show. So happy. It's such a good show. It's so quality. They had, um, I think it was two episodes ago, they had Mark Hamill appear um, in the show <laughs> as like a guy who's got a grudge with Matt Berry's character, and it's just he's so good as a vampire. Like this, great cameos. It's really funny. It's it's just a good show, man. I highly recommend it to everybody. Go watch it right now. It's really fun. Is it on Fuzzflix? It is available on Fuzzflix. So, uh, All right. yeah, you can okay, get it. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I run out of stuff and I've gone through Outlander, I, I might <laughs> watch it. And The Office for the fifth time. 
Honestly, it's like, like seventh time. Thank you very much. You'll like it you. because it's it's very you. much one of those like yeah, you know, it, it follows the same sort of theme as the movie. It's like direct mm. camera talking along with other stuff like camera crew following vampires around. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's a really good quality show. Um, I think they've found their own. You know how like you know the office uh, the US version had to find its own voice from the the UK version. This yep. TV show has found its own voice away from the mm-hmm. movies, which is really great. So. Yeah. they're coming think, back for another season even better I think it's it's yeah. it's shows that they've got a lot more ideas coming through um, mm-hmm. and they, it hasn't lost any of its pace as well which is sometimes you can get with some of those comedy shows they kind of lose steam a little bit uh, mm-hmm. this yeah. is still going very strongly so happy for that yeah I think I'll definitely get around to it because it's sort of becoming one of those things where like you, you honestly are running out of stuff you want to watch and there's still stuff you haven't seen but it just doesn't grab you, you know? Yeah. Outlander is not one of those things. I, don't, I, I, I feel for you. I don't know why you even started. I don't know either. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> All right. Let's go to number seven. Tom Hanks' World War II movie, Greyhound, has been oh. cancelled from the- theatrical releases and will be releasing straight to Apple TV. That's kind of cool. Apple TV. I mean, um, does he play a German plus. that speaks like an American? What's the story? Like, <laughs> this, this is, is, a, this this is, is the, the submarine one. one. Yeah, the one with the submarines and the warships. Oh, the yes. ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How they deflect the missile. <laughs> <laughs> Science. F- Fast and the Furious with submarines. That's how I think we yep. described it when so we when saw the trailer. Fast, yeah. When I think yeah. Fast and Furious with submarines, I think Tom Hanks, funny guy, Tom Hanks. I know. <laughs> Woody, Woody, you know, Woody, Woody. in a submarine. Funny. But couldn't they, <laughs> couldn't they have picked a platform that people actually have? Exactly. By people, I mean Why me. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone. <laughs> Apple TV, I, fuck I had, off. I had Apple TV Plus for the good the, for the morning show. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. Was the Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston one, and that was good. That was really good. But I honestly don't... I didn't watch anything else on there. I should have watched... Mythic Quest, I think it was the yeah yeah yeah, which was sure which is that, a really fun show. Yeah, that's another thing I need to get around to. It's just so I just don't have the time, you know. Just so busy staying at home doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so busy. I, I think so we cute. we decided though with this one, like when we watched the trailer, that it was very much one of those ones we'd have to see on the big screen. I think it's that yeah, big screen or else it wouldn't. Yeah, mm. I don't know how it's going to go I, on the, the the smaller screen. Yeah, okay. I, I think I reckon, the fact that it's going to streaming tells me that they probably don't have that much faith in it to bother hanging yeah. out to it. Good point. Yeah, although so, it's Tom Hanks, everyone fucking loves Tom Hanks. So I yeah. like Tom Hanks, but not in that setting. No, it's weird. Like I don't. You I like him voicing yeah. a cowboy? I like him voicing a cowboy. And he was. I watched the post recently, and that was kind of good. He was good in that. I watched Castaway again the other week. Oh, yeah. I, actually. Saving Private he's Ryan, where he's also in World Gump. War Two. I mean, yeah. you know, he's... Saving Private Ryan is a league of its own. He was the man's oh. a chameleon, all right. He, he oh, does amazing stuff. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Oh my Catch god! Yeah. Is Tell me again where you, what you don't time? like him as, like because he's done everything. So yeah. uh, Greyhound. Don't like him as the Rock. <laughs> I don't like I him need, as I a need to see uh, that. luchador. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Tom Hanks is the luchador. 
<laughs> I just can't see him as America's next top model. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to number six, Tom. Let's give us number six. Number six, we have the first of three trailers that we will be talking about. This one is for Space Force. Mm. New Space Force. Steve Carell uh, project from, I think it was the guys from The Office is what flashed up on the screen as I was watching yep. that video. Mm-hmm. Greg Daniels, I believe. That's yeah. the guy. What do, what do we think of this one? I cannot wait. Yeah. I need it. it I need it in my wait. life right now. But it's only like a couple of days now, right? Yeah. Comes because out end of May. Tuesday? Yeah, because this recent 26th? trailer... 29th. This, this recent trailer is very similar to one that we'd already seen. I was watching yeah. like, I've already seen a lot of yeah. this. And, and, and it goes for a very long time and it looks like it tells yeah. you a lot... It shows you a lot of the punchlines from some of these jokes. It's kind of like, yeah. just give us the story. I, don't tell yeah. us what the funny yeah. parts are. I'm, I've got a big issue with all these people releasing three-minute trailers. Three minutes is way too long for a trailer. It's minute and a half. Two, That's yeah, like two and a half time. minutes is even cutting it close for me. Like, mm. if I see yeah. a two and a half minute trailer, I tentatively watch it mm. because, yeah. like, at the start, it could be twenty seconds of like pre-trailer. You know how they do that pre-trailer trailer? Yeah, like showing water splashing over the back of a submarine yeah. for thirty <laughs> seconds yeah. in reverse. So it's really a two minute. <laughs> Well, like it's really a two-minute trailer. It's like when we watched um, the one of our favorite movies this year, Bloodshot. Um, mm. Yeah, Oscar <laughs> material at this stage because mm. nothing nah. else is up. Um, but I think you mean one of the biggest movies of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but that that movie, like the, the trailer, showed the plot twist in it, and it was like three minutes long. It's like no, 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 yeah. just tease. Just don't need it. It's a tease of what the movie. Oh, you might like it if you like action movies. Don't. Oh, and here's a twist, by the way. By the way, the movie's got a twist, and here it is. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh, look, man. Uh, besides that, I'm I'm excited for Space Force. It's you know new TV coming out at the time where I desperately, desperately need it. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm sold on the style of humor though. Uh, like it seems very loud American humor as opposed to like. It's yeah. Like, I, the office I see what you was mean. yeah a bit more like it was loud American, but it it built up to that with some subtlety. Yeah, but yeah, with some like subtle writing to yeah. set up the loud parts. It could and maybe be the same. it's maybe it's just because they're they're not showing the build up of the jokes. Yeah, maybe. I think the whole I think the series will take quite a a slow start, and then it might get a bit ridiculous. That's what I'm worried about. It's, I'm worried that it'll be ridiculous from the start because a rocket blows up. <laughs> that's right. He puts his feet up on the desk and accidentally launches the rocket. That's how that happens because rockets have just one button. Just one yeah. button. The rocket the go button. button. It's always ready to go. <laughs> Make rocket go now. <laughs> but it's a huge cast, right? Like it's a, it's a very cool huge. cast list, which I'm I'm very excited to see a lot of those people up there. So go for it, I say. Go to space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty keen. <laughs> Thanks, Fuzzy. That's your endorsement. One episode. Yeah. I mean, it's on Netflix. You already have Netflix. It's, it will exactly. Cost you it's not like I have to get no Apple time. TV or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Apple. All right. Apple. Number five. Five? Mm-hmm. Five. <laughs> Five-time Oscar nominee John Seal will come out of retirement to serve as the cinematographer on George Miller's upcoming Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, ties in. 
prequel centered on the young Furiosa. Oh my god. Wow. So is he related to actual seal or <laughs> I'm is oh, that is singer seal, seal? That's, 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 that's his cinematographer no, no an actual seal you like that guy yeah. <laughs> the guy I can throw a ball with my face <laughs> I have a I have a little uh, a little cutout of his cinematographer uh, history Ooh, I don't yeah. know what he got Good the Oscars work, for I should have checked that but uh, <laughs> so obviously the, la- the last man don't worry Tom we won't ask <laughs> It was at least I did some homework. Uh, he had yeah, so he did the last Mad Max, of course, Fury Road. He did the Tourist, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Uh, okay. He did Spanglish. Okay. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. I mean, that wasn't a spectacularly cinematograph, like Cinem- no. cinematograph, <laughs> cinematograph. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just making up shit now. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that sounds like an old timey word for a movie. I'm worried. Ah, let's go to the cinema. Watch a cinematograph. Schlangedong. Hey, hey, you know cinematograph sounds like it could be a word. What do you get dare? nominated for? Well, Fury. He would have won something for Fury Road for sure. Yeah, it might have been for Fury Road. Ah, he did Witness. He was got best uh. cinematographer for Witness. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um. I just but, want to put it out there. This prequel needs, nay, has to be called Furiosa Road. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. No. I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably good that you're that far away because I don't think anybody else is supporting you. Fu- bad- Furiosa Road. Is this thing on? Furiosa Road. <laughs> yeah, I still don't get it. <laughs> Because it's a prequel. Furiosa Road. Ah, forget it. <laughs> no, still don't get um, But the cinematography was very good in Fury Road, so I'm keen to have mm-hmm. him come back. With some notable mm. exceptions, which we may discuss later on. God, that movie was just no, so good. It looks no notable incredible. exceptions. <laughs> Shut up, Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the review today. Everyone just saying, shut up, fuzzy. Yeah, I'm going to find a way to throw things through the internet to peg you in the head throughout the entire... <laughs> Stay tuned. Hot take early on. Uh, all right. Next number, Tom. N- number four? Yes. I love how these are questions and not statements. Num- n- number yes. four? <laughs> Just, just Furious Road? <laughs> the Five Bloods trailer. We talked about it last week, of course. We talked about Spike Lee's new film that we got a little uh, picture for. And now we got a little uh, trailer for. Yeah. Yes, we so, did. Uh, it's happening. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. And again, super long trailer um, for yeah. <laughs> at least a couple of minutes. I just... It looks exactly like we t- we talked about last week. There was some sort of like, you know, they go back to find this this gold that's been buried, and everyone starts dying. And I think they're probably going to be killing each other more than other people are killing them, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, perhaps. But uh, yeah, it's definitely going to have a political statement because it's Spike Lee. But also, what I think we're glossing over is what is guaranteed to make this movie a blockbuster amazing thing that everyone wants to see um instead of the it's duh duh five blood. <laughs> remember the 90s oh remember? yes yeah 
Oh, and there's going to be lots of um, like super racist stuff in there because um, they've got one of the Nazis from uh, Black Klansman in there. So he's going to be doing... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be saying lots of derogatory things about black people. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it could be good, though. Like, Spike Lee does some good movies, but oh. it's like thought-provoking movies. It's yes. like makes people uncomfortable on purpose. Yeah. Like, it gets you to think about it. Yeah, Black Klansman was really good. and then It, it was like, so good. Just that ending was... Just exactly. Like, Here's my political jump down your throat. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those endings that I, I, I get his point and I understand why he did it. Yeah. I don't know if it fitted in with the tone of the movie. Like, it was it was a, a separate statement yeah. that he was making on there. And I... Yeah. Oh, either way. Mm. But, like... Yeah, tone, tonally, that, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. It didn't fit with the movie tonally. That's correct. Mm. So, yes, yeah, so look, hey, it'll be Spike Lee. It'll be awesome still. So, he's, he's a, he makes very, very good movies. So, yeah. And this is coming straight to Netflix as well. So, exciting. True. That means we can watch it from the safety of our couch. <laughs> When's it coming out? What's the uh, release date? Yes. Dumb? 12th yes. of June? The 12th. Tom. I believe. The 12th of June, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's soon. See, Tom, I don't know if that's that was too much information. That's like a, a, a pretty standard question that we should be asking. <laughs> <laughs> it should you? be cast and released. How long have you been on this At least. <laughs> Very true. Look, Tom, I'm grateful for all the homework that you do for us. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. Number three. Number three. We have a little bit of controversy that's come out during the week. And that's even the filmmaker has gotten involved with this. The version of Back to the Future 2 that came out on Netflix has been edited and people are losing their mind. There is a section in edited Back to the Future 2. Yeah, so there's a section in Back to the Future 2 where Marty McFly believes he has gotten the uh, the sporting book, starts mm. to flick through it, but then instead he opens a, well, what I assume is a naughty magazine and goes, oh ooh la la, ooh la la. <laughs> what? What? They and they, that part out? They have edited it. They no longer show the cover of the book and he no longer says ooh la la. It's like and literally it's like what? a pinup girl. Like there's like she's uh, no, that's pathetic. That's and even so the stupid the filmmaker has come out and said I myself and the writer were not aware that they were going to make this edit, and they were saying that these edits of the film should be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Why can't? I, why I did they need to edit it? It's like it's it's. It's like when they Why? edited out like the the original Back to the Future where he actually bangs his mum. Like that that's like they should go back to the original version. Stay the true original to the version. original Robert Zemeckis vision for that film. God, it, that's it was exactly what George Lucas wanted to have, but it was limited by the technology at the time. <laughs> Uh, like that's that's like the that's on par with that splash edit, right? Where with yeah. um, Daryl Hannah's butt covered by fur now. What <laughs> the weird fur hair hybrid? <laughs> Have you not seen this yet? I... 
No. What? Oh, wow. So they edited out, there's a scene in Splash where she runs into the ocean and in the original film, it's just like, she's obviously naked, she's got hair going down her back, but she's, yeah. uh, like, you see her butt and her butt crack. Yeah. And now yeah. in the Disney edit, they've they've covered it with, like, it's supposed to look like her hair goes all the way down to cover her mm. butt, but it just looks like she's got a hairy ass. Yeah. Oh it's, I can just imagine them trying to edit that, getting, like, in Photoshop the drag tool and the hair just, like, looks all jaggedy. <laughs> it looks terrible. You should go and watch it now. It's so bad. Oh I can God. see Tom trying to Google it now. He's like, show me. I'm just double-checking that uh, this wasn't also a Disney edit. I said Netflix, but I'm thinking it may have also been a Disney edit. Oh, maybe. That would make more sense. Netflix, I feel like, doesn't need yeah. to. Yeah, I'm just going to say, Disney, though, like Disney, this is the yeah, same company disgusting. that still is showing and distributing racist cartoons, albeit with a disclaimer yeah. at the start of that going, oh, it was a different time. You were allowed to be racist back then. But they can't show a woman's <laughs> butt or like a magazine yeah. wait, of a wait, pin-up lady. Which, what are they still distributing that has a... All of their advisory at the all of their old, old cartoons yeah. from like the nineteen forties and fifties and stuff like that, and like you know, Song of the South or whatever it is. And Dumbo, even Dumbo, the crows are pretty. Yeah, there's a, all of that yeah, stuff. Like, true, there's a actually. bunch of like uh, the old school Disney cartoons. They actually banned for a long time because they were like, well, it's racist, and now they they're still showing them on. I think it's on on Disney's uh, streaming service. And they just put a little disclaimer going, it was a different time when this was made and all the rest of it. And, you know, these, these themes... Well, are, Walt Disney does not speak for us anymore. Yeah, pretty much. But they're still showing it. So they can show that, but they can't show a little butt cheek or a magazine yeah, saying, no ooh la la. Ooh la la. Fucking ooh la la. I love that joke. That's, it was a funny joke. Crazy. It was. And Michael J. Fox pulled it off perfectly. Imagine if they tried to edit Jaws. Like, that movie has so many titties and ass and just... <laughs> Fantastic 70s fun for ass the whole and family. Ass, 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 and titties. Well, now I have to listen to that song. <laughs> while, while we're talking about censorship, I saw through the week it's unnecessary censorship. It's on a, it's a YouTube channel. And they, they choose parts of animated Disney films to censor, but it makes it sound like they're saying really messed up stuff yeah. and Jimmy it's Kimmel incredible I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to you guys but like I watched The Incredibles one they did and oh my god it's so funny <laughs> it's so good sometimes censorship adds this time censorship detracts that's my hot that's my hot take that's my two cents Ooh la la. speaking of two cents let's move on to number two <laughs> number two we have the trailer for Tenant how is this two? How is this two? <laughs> well, because well, I think number one has a bigger impact on the industry in general. <laughs> Tom, Tom is newsboy. Uh, we can't argue with him. Oh, hey. newsboy. Newsboy. <laughs> newsboy. Assemble. All right. Uh, what, anyway, what, this what movie. Do we, what do we think of Ten? Oh, what do we think I of the trailer? To, I had to peel my legs apart. <laughs> wow Ew, like a slug yeah. i'm so excited for this movie like it just looks so good yeah i i i know it's going to be my kind of movie when i walk away from the trailer thinking i need to watch that trailer at least seven more times yeah. <laughs> yes 
Yes. I, I think I like it because it's the same sort of vibe as Inception, and I loved mm-hmm. Inception. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I went yeah. back and watched Inception after watching this film because it was just like <laughs> yeah, I, was, I needed that, that whole vibe of what was going on. It was very much this will change perceptions of how you feel yeah. about things. And just that line, oh, you're not shooting the bullet, you're catching it. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I blew my mind. It's, it's very – it looks very cool, like just – it's going to be one of those ones that you have to see. We're all going to go see this, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's a shake and not nerd mandate to the movies to go watch this at IMAX. Biggest screen, highest definition possible. I think, I is, think we might take up the whole cinema with the yeah. new regulations. <laughs> <laughs> is is Doogie still saying no? Uh, did he? Has anyone seen if he's watched this trailer yet? Do I'm not his, sure if he's actually watched or not. We don't, no, because now that we've mentioned th- it, we have to say that he is not on the sixth episode. Uh, you said his name. What's wrong, we, yeah, what's wrong with did. me? Yeah. You said his name. What's wrong with me? Um, I'm so sorry. I still think he's going to be a hard no for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think. didn't we get him to agree to actually come and see the movie? In I, I, thought, I thought we did too, but then I thought he's sort of reverted back did to we? not wanting to watch it. Either way. I, um, I recall you know, at some my, point the drinks I make are sometimes really <laughs> sleepy Persuasive. tasting. Persuasive, <laughs> Persuasive. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I cannot I'm wait. So, keen. so it's, it's looking for mid July still. I do love it, um, at yeah. the uh, at the end of the trailer. It was like <laughs> coming to cinemas or coming to theaters. Like it was very mm. much. Uh, we are definitely releasing We're this on it. the big screen. Did it say? Yeah, did it say like tenant will open in theaters? It was it was something along those lines. It's, it yeah. definitely it gave the indication that it wasn't it was pointed. Yeah, it wasn't coming. Yeah. Didn't give a date. It was just a we're putting this on the big screen. You're definitely going to see mm. this that way. Yeah, it should just, should have just said tenant is opening theaters. <laughs> <laughs> tenant will open theaters. Exactly. So that's what they've said. They've come at, essentially the number that's been going around is that tenant will only open. If eighty percent of the global cinemas are reopened, that's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. So of that's, that's that's the number you're looking. That's for. a big if then. Yeah. Because eighty percent, I don't even know what we're at at the moment. I think we'd be lucky to be at forty percent. Yeah. Yeah. But that like even eighty percent of global cinemas opening, if those eighty percent still have social distancing rules in place, like we we've opened in Australia, we've opened like some pubs cafes you still have to have four square meters per person like of an area and it can only be like a hundred people in a room max like like we had before we had like full lockdown like it's Mm. it's not going to be full capacity so even 80 percent of cinemas would only be maybe a third of the potential take yeah yeah i I don't think it's this movie's going to make money at cinemas but mm. you think about it though, like they could just open like five cinemas at the same time, show, all showing the same film because nothing else yeah, is out at the moment. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> That's else. true. That's actually pretty true. There is nothing, nothing to compete else. against. So it's every cinema <laughs> would just be tenant. <laughs> what are you running? Yeah. Tenant and nothing but tenant. Four tenant. <laughs> day in, day out. I'm excited for it though. Like as a, as a film, it looks really good. Like we got Robert Pattinson coming in here, who looks. Like he's doing a really he looks good job. Really good. He looks like he's just having fun as well. The line like... that he delivers about the um, crashing a plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that was really well delivered. And we've got oh uh, John David Washington in here as well. He's he's pretty. He's an amazing, amazing. actor. So he he looks yeah. good. Like they all look like they're having fun. We've got Michael Caine showing up again 
failing somebody, obviously, again. <laughs> I failed you. I failed you. <laughs> Crashing this plane. It's fucking, it's just Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Yeah, I just I like everything about it. just the, the 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 concept of like traveling backwards in time. Just looks. I, I I still can't wrap my head around it yet. Well, and that's I think that's the thing, right? Yeah. They're showing you enough to go something fucked up's happening where things go backwards mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. forwards mm-hmm. at the same time, and I, the, it just looks great. Like the, I'm so excited. Speaking of awesome cinematography, yeah. like this looks like a, they've done something incredibly new and awesome. Mm-hmm. That's just going to be next level. So excited! This, this this could be this generation's Matrix. Yes, great. I yes. mean, yes. obviously, Maybe. obviously, the Matrix isn't going to be the Matrix because. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the new Matrix could be this generation's Matrix, but. <laughs> Uh, I mean, unlikely, unlikely. I mean, Inception was a little bit of that as well. Like, yeah, Inception yeah. was very much into that 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 space. So, like, yeah, like uh, he's done it again. I think just setting up that he's setting himself up for something next level, groundbreaking, moving forward. I like that pushing cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Did we talk about my wonderful epiphany that I had in our chat? Sure. <laughs> uh, Egan's lit student. Taking over. <laughs> my article that I wrote about he's Tenet. He's year 12. Uh, <laughs> All right, Ian. You can write back Take in. it. Take it away. My theory, obviously, Tenet is a palindrome, so it's the same forwards and backwards. That That is symbolic, therefore, of what we will see in the movie, that the events, no matter forwards or backwards, it's all it has the same outcome. So... That's what the uh, the theme of the movie will be, is that no matter which way, the outcomes are the same. Oh, my God. It's blown my mind. Wow. Yeah, and we'll, we'll probably because see one of those recuts of- like they did with Memento, where they like you know, recut it so you actually see it in logical sequence. In order. It's going to be good. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait, and I need it in my... I need it. I need it. I need it. And I also need number one, Tom. Give me number one. I need it. Number one, <laughs> of course we have released the Snyder Cut has been successful, oh, yeah. and you know what? I'm going to say this did deserve number one because I, this is a fairly historic thing. The I people need, won. I need, sorry. Huh? I need to say something. Yep. It's still <laughs> going to be right, shit. It's still going to be shit. <laughs> I don't know why I was getting excited. It is still going to be shit, but that also being said, they have a solid... How how long is it? Two years of people shitting on the old version of the (sighs) film, so maybe they'll be able to make something better. It's like a really long play marketing strategy. You know, I really hope that it's worse. Do you know how much I hope that it's worse? So that people will shut the fuck up about Zack Snyder like being unfairly done by and that he's actually good. He's not good. I'm just going to make uh, several statements here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Statement the first. What do you think? This is a podcast? Do you think people want to hear your opinion? Statement the first. They've come out and said it's four hours long and they're either considering it releasing it as a four-hour movie or like uh, four one-hour episodes. No, no. Let me, you let, do not let get to say, do that to us. It is two and a half to three hours, and that is the top amount of time that you can watch a fucking movie. Four hours is stupid. Four I hours agree. of a Snyder Cut is five hours too long. <laughs> 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 Statement the Live second. from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> Statement the second. 
they they've said yes, we're going to release this movie. It's coming out in next year. They're taking a whole year. The Snyder Cut does not exist. Whoever told you the Snyder Cut existed already is lying yeah. to you. It does not take one year to finish off effects that are already three quarters done. So no, True. go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look how fast Sanic did it. <laughs> Zack Snyder would have looked at that release date. He's like, oh, I guess we better film it then. <laughs> is anyone available to refilm all of this shit that I need? <laughs> everyone's filming in their offices with green screens. <laughs> Just like this. To isolation film. Isolation film. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for our listeners at home, the real number one is not actually the Snyder Cut. It is the unleashing of Sassy Fuzzy. That is that is the number. Stay <laughs> you, Yeah, you should see his he, how he is waggling his finger on the camera right now. I'm so, so much waggling. Uh, so fast, the frame rate can't even keep up. <laughs> Just a finger. <laughs> I'm I'm so like. I, I, I agree with you, Ian. I, I want this to be bad. I want this to be the worst fucking thing ever because Zack Snyder does not make good movies. He The only good movie he's ever been responsible for was an idea that he stole from somebody else. So, <laughs> fuck Zack Snyder. He's terrible. He's uh, Whatever he's going to come up with is going to be much, much worse than what we got. We're going to get... I think uh, he, he just needs to take his lumps. Like, it's going to release, people are going to hate it, and then he might just need to just go back to where he came from, just in his hole, and just leave. Leave us alone. <laughs> so someone to come up to Zach and be like, shh, 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 shh. No, no more. <laughs> no, actually, what I actually really, truly hope is that um, the Matt Reeves Batman film does well, and then they mm-hmm. hand DC to Matt Reeves. <laughs> Let's and Zack Snyder has to be there and he has to watch it. <laughs> oh. This is so what you've done, Now, Zack, sit on the crate. <laughs> Bad Zack. Now, look, and, and I will say, in in defense of the fanboys of DC, um, a.k.a. our friend Duty, who's not here, um, he was yes. he was excited about this. He was very excited. He's looking forward to seeing it because, you know, any excuse to see more Batman and Superman and all the rest of it mm. on, on screen... Um, and and you know, the characters are fantastic. Yes, what they've done with them, however, um, <laughs> not good. But the, four hours though. It's, it's, Who, it's, nobody wants four hours. It's going to be an entirely different film. Like I know that, like <sighs> when they redid, um, they had Superman two. They had the Richard Donner cut. Like that was different, but it wasn't really like it wasn't a, an entirely new film. This is going to be entirely different. So they get to go back and redo all of the shit that they broke, which is yeah, which is uh, it's it's unfair in some regards. It's to- mm. it's like, it, it, like when you go back and you can learn from your lessons. Normally, what people do is they go, "Okay, we fucked up that film. Let's do better the next time around." And sometimes they do, yeah. sometimes they don't, and they they just give up. Then this is just taking an eraser to history, and they can just like you know completely make all of that stuff irrelevant. So. It's kind of like what George Lucas did with the um, the original trilogy when he came out with the special editions of Star Wars. Mm. Like, yeah, tried to make it better, and now has erased. He's erased all of the you know original yeah. cuts, so now all you can see is the special editions. It's yeah, I, I don't know if it's you can true. do that and legitimately say that this is this is what your vision was. I think it's that's not your vision. That's you rewriting history to suit yourself. Yeah, it's like second chance draw. Yeah. 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 
So not everyone gets that. Why is he so special? Because he's Zack Snyder. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> To be honest, it's nothing, it's nothing to do with Zack Snyder. It's all to do with just it being Justice League. And people wanted a good film. Yeah. And they're yeah. clutching. They're like, maybe if it's the original, it'll be good. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure Please. that it will. In, honestly, in my opinion, and I am in the minority here, I go back and watch the first Avengers movie, which was loved at the time, and I have issues with it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this... The Justice League film is trying to emulate that, and I don't even think it's can be emulated because it was just the right time for that movie. Mm. You try watch it now, having seen good Avengers movies like, um, you know, Endgame to a degree, but mm. also Infinity War, <laughs> <laughs> and and the original Avengers is a bit hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. that's why you're they- trying to watch Justice League, and you're like, mm, doesn't really work. They put the hard yards in though for an Avengers movie. Like, exactly. we got individual films that gave you enough to want to see more. But, like, they change Batman every two movies, every one movie. Like, there's no... Yeah. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. Like, Wonder Woman is, the is like, the most consistent DC She's, character right now. She me. is like, the most consistent, yeah. And even that, they, 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 they're like, redoing her. Like, they're getting, you know, Steve back, you know, who died in a plane explosion. Exactly. No, 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 don't worry, exactly. he's, he's alive. <laughs> Why? He's a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's secretly Disney have bought DC and are taking over one by one. Because when was when was Justice League like? When was that originally released? Two thousand sixteen, seventeen, seventeen. I think. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. It was about seven years too late. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, look, the, I agree. This movie will still make a billion dollars. Like, there's still a, there'll still be tons of people going to watch it, and there will be arguments yeah. forever about which was the better version. Uh, like, just yeah. saying it right now. Oh, you didn't watch the Snyder Same Cut. With, oh, you don't really like yeah. fucking Batman or Superman. The Batman vs Superman movie. Everyone seems to like the extended cut of that a lot better. Personally, I watched it and I didn't see a difference. I, it was still not I, good. I never saw it. I don't. I it don't was, care. My opinion is still bad. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was good. Did you? Shut yeah, up, Tom. You yeah. meant to disagree. It really goes into the Martha stuff. So that's yeah. <laughs> but the PJ goes into the PJ. Oh, the uh, Granny's <laughs> PhD. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Alrighty. Thank you, Newsboy. Can we call them News that from complete. now on? Newsboy. Excellent. Newsboy. Newsboy. Oh, Newsboy. That, that, uh, should, uh, that could be the new I can't jingle. have any more nicknames. No more. <laughs> XG, Tom, XG. Tom Nommans. <laughs> XG, XG. Read all about 10. Uh, all right. Don't well, ask any questions, though. <laughs> we have an ad read, Ian. We do. You want to read it or should I? I think it's probably best that you do because you're the one who actually has the script and I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> he knocked his microphone <laughs> out. Oh, his microphone just come okay, out. Here we go. <laughs> My back, cable back, unplugged. That wasn't the microwave, the... was it? Or... <laughs> no, it wasn't the microwave. It was me. It was this little dog. <laughs> uh, Operator. We have, we have fun. All right. Are you in the mood to read? Are you interested in comic books? 
Do you want to combine your love of both of those things? If you answered yes to any of the previous questions, then we've got the place for you. Incognito Comics, Mraven's number one comic book emporium. Incognito Comics. With their headquarters located at 32B Bugner Road, Mraven, that's just a stone's throw away from Mraven Station. Incognito Comics. The lovely owners, Dom and Ozzy, will help you however they can and to find what you're after, whether it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, or a sickening monstrous hybrid combination of the two. Incognito <laughs> Comics. Find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or just search Incognito Comics on all your relevant social media platforms. Thank you, Domino's, for being longtime sponsors of the show. Show, 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 Agreed? Agreed. And with the theme of the <laughs> world... <laughs> with the theme of the world going to shit, we thought this week, why not theme our lovely podcast based on post-apocalypse? Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. So, we we, we polled our listeners, uh, uh, that's P-O-L-L, not P-O-L-E-D, <laughs> and they chose that for us... <laughs> <laughs> they chose for us the setting of our post-apocalypse episode and thank god it was a good choice is all i'm saying what were the other choices again we had snowpiercer with no votes. <laughs> zero votes look i think it's underappreciated uh snowpiercer we had mad max fury road which which was our winner this week uh we also had what else was it? Uh, War for Escape the Planet of the Apes. And War for the Planet of the Apes. I was, I'm surprised Escape from New York had a, a shot, really. Oh, no, mate. Like, that, that is a, a, a lot of people love classic, it. that one. I didn't realise how much our good. listeners yeah. wanted yeah, to I, hear I, about it. Oh, no, our listeners that. just wanted to shit on us again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Well, they wanted to shit on us, and they did, because we got a Fury Road. Uh, Is is Fuzzy, is it just you who doesn't like this movie? I'm going to say, keep talking like that, and I'll shit on you. (laughs) You're about to get pulled, Fuzzy. (laughs) Them's fighting words. (laughs) All right, well, Fuzzy, seeing as you liked it so much, why don't you give us a synopsis this week? Mm. Um, But before that, Fuzzy, I just want to say, um, if it makes you feel any better, my second pick probably would have been War for the Planet of the Earth. (sighs) Anyway, here we go. They're both good movies. So here's a synopsis. Um, uh, Some people in a desert drive in a a really long way. um, And then they just... In a really straight line. In a really straight line. And then they decide that they want to go back to where they started. um, And the movie finishes. (laughs) The end. Wow. That was... That was quicker than I thought. I mean, speaking of palindromes of a movie, this movie is a fucking palindrome. <laughs> like, that's the whole fucking thing. There is no plot. There is no nothing. It's drive really straight. Oh, no. Go back again. But, There's a But I'm going to say, you're a fan of The Last Jedi, yeah? Were you? <laughs> Ish. No, I'm just trying like, to there's, remember. There's, yeah. there's parts But that's, that's the same thing, except they just don't head back. It's just only, only forward. But that's a direction. They're going one way. <laughs> not they're, they're not going off. Forget about it. Let's go back. There's also well. the difference of speed. One is fast and the other, they're running out of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no fuel problems in this one, which we'll talk about as well. No. Anyway. Who needs fuel problems? They did refuel several times. I, I think in a post-apocalyptic world, the realism sort of 
can be forgiven, <laughs> I guess. Realism is selective, some... is what I'm going to say in this film. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Selective that's true. realism. Um, yeah, that's all movies. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go around. Let's go around the table. We'll talk positives yes. and negatives like we normally do, and then we'll score it. Uh, Fuzzy, I'm going to start with you. Positives. Sure. Force, force him to say something. Oh, no, no. Look, there's a lot There's a lot of nice stuff to say about this film. Um, the cinematography, which we've discussed earlier on, is fantastic. Um, the uh, Some of the action scenes are just spectacular. Like, the, the crashes and splashes, and they keep talking about... Huge. They keep talking about, in the lead-up to this, we did this all practically. There was no special effects. I'm, I'm calling slight bullshit. There are definitely a lot of special effects in here. Mm. Um but some of the stuff that they did with those, like those action scenes where the you know these cars and spiky objects are just crashing into each other, and that is a lot of fun. Um, that that makes that that is probably in place of a lot of plot is a lot of the action. Uh, mm. But I think they do that really really well, and they set up a really well. They tease a really interesting world as well. Um, so a lot of that world building. Um, while it has the ba- like the backup, uh, I suppose the background of the previous Mad Max films, it's kind of its own beast. It teases yeah, yeah. a little bit at those, but it, it almost rewrites uh, a lot of that stuff that they've done, which is a little bit of a shame. I, I would think it has to. I would have liked to have seen more continuation yeah. from that that story, but, but I thought I thought the, the whole problem thing, is that nobody's seen them. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen the first two, but my understanding was that the whole Mad Max thing is meant to be like the Mad Max character is just a random character that comes in and he's given the name of Mad Max. So the stories aren't actually any of them. Yeah, but when you call him Max Rokotansky, like, that's the name of the guy. Like, it's it's not exactly a random name. You can't... If he was just Mad Max, not... Mm. Max Rokotansky, then totally fine. But they've called this character specifically the name of the character from the first two movies. So mm. there is a direct link to that character and all these flashbacks that he's having. Like, it's, yeah, it has the flashbacks. That's supposed yeah. to be references to stuff that happens in the first... Like, but it's just... I, I don't think they, they sort of tease at those references, but they don't lean enough on it. And I probably would have liked to have seen more of that direct linkage to that uh, those earlier films, which are... Very cult classic-y. I, like, if you watch them, like, the first film is just incredible, but it is, like, this whole 1980s, like, Australian cinema. Mm. So there's there's a lot of <laughs> graininess to the film, I'll say. I heard someone refer it to it, which I'd never heard anyone refer to this before, um, was Ozploitation. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> I'd never heard that term before, and I was like, okay. So that or um, Romper Stomper, like, like those are old school kind of films. Yeah. So they're, they're really interesting films, but they are done on the smallest possible budget that you could imagine. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like that, that, but that world building that they've they put into this, there's this, there's a lot of questions that you ask when you're watching it, like what the fuck's a war boy, and you know how did they mm-hmm. come up with this, and where did all these people come from, and they've set up these societies, and how does it all work? Like you want to know more, and I think that's when you're asking questions about a film, and you're interested in the in the answers. I think that's a really important part of setting up a, a good film. Yeah. So I think they did a lot of that well. So I won't spoil the rest of the good parts, but you guys can... I'll leave it for everyone else. Yeah, I'm just I, like, I, thank God yeah. for the video game. Because the video game is the only reason why you get some of the answers to those questions. Otherwise, you'd never have them. The video game's fantastic. I wish I, wish I had played it. I wish I had played it. 
think it's I think it's good not having the answers. Like, that, because you get to you get to make up your own answers to those questions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think like the simplicity of this movie, like they don't overdo it with plot mm. because they, they want you to don't. focus on no, exactly. <laughs> they they want you to focus on the characters and the relationship between the characters and the motives of certain characters. Do they? But yeah, that's I'm, look. This it's exactly what you said. They 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 get you to think about your own bits of the movie. This is how I this is how I'm seeing it. They yeah. get you interested in certain characters. For me, it's Furiosa. She is the main character for me in this movie. She is the driving force of pretty much everything. Literally. Yeah, I drive. <laughs> but they can't she, see you she... winking, Ollie. The podcast can't yeah, see you yeah, wink. <laughs> just for the people playing at home, I just here we go. You got to do the wink sound. Force. She drove a car. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Um, no, I, I honestly, the character development, while not classical character development, is it, like it leaves you to do it. You know, and I actually like that about this movie. Not, it's not often that I want to think about a movie, but this one I'm happy to think. About. <laughs> it sounds like the mil- movie's you making do you podcast. do a lot of the, a lot of the heavy lifting here. Yeah, you yeah, need to I'm imagine okay your own that. story and your own character development. <laughs> like, just imagine it. We're just going to give you pretty pictures. <laughs> Look, they gave me a good template, and I made my own film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blank canvas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it looks just like we said. The cinematography alone is is incredible, mm. and the the palettes, the color, the use of color in this movie is is big for me. They're very big on like yeah. orangey. Actually, techniques. it's very interesting you yeah. say that. Yeah. So obviously, you all watched the color version then, because there was a black and white version. The director wanted to release it in black and white um, and there is a black and white version available so when they're going through that storm and it flashes black and white mm. the whole film there's a whole version of where the whole film's in black and white that's interesting I don't know yeah. if I'd want to watch that because the colour is no. really good I agree I think the colour is, a, the I think the is a character. the best thing of it. yeah, yeah. Oh, Tom! <laughs> and now and now featuring as orange it's the colour orange <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy, Charlie Theron, and Orange in. <laughs> oh yeah, peel me, baby. Ah, ah, Ian, have you got any positives? I'm never eating an no. orange again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we get the list. Uh, uh, slower. I I think cinematography and action are the two biggest things that you have to mention about this film when talking about positives. Um, we'll get into this film is not a perfect movie by any means yes it is but it is wildly entertaining wildly entertaining and I think the reason that it is is very much for the same reasons as John Wick I attribute it in the same sort of kettle of fish in that yes there's a whole lot of action there but there's also an interesting world so that you don't have to think too much about what's going on but if you want to think about it the option's there fair yeah that's a fair comparison Mm -hmm. yeah well, I, I'm um, allowing it to make me think. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. I think, I think in terms of characters, there's not really a lot that interests me too much, but I think Furiosa is obviously quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently they wrote an entire script of the prequel, basically, to her character that only a select number of 
actors actually got to read. Cool. Well, that's probably what they're using for the prequel movie. Perhaps. You would assume so. I would assume they also probably made some tweaks to it and cleaned it up a little. Yeah. It would be very interesting to see. Apparently, the prequel, they're not having Charlize Theron. I think we mentioned that. Yeah. We did. That's such a a huge downer, man. Like, she was... Why? She was that character. Like... Uh, unless yeah. unless it's like very young like unless they're going well, back yeah. a long time like they then do it would want make it to sense. be younger and yeah. they said they don't really trust de-aging technology they don't yeah. really like it enough hmm. Tom your positives clearly yeah, like, you love orange <laughs> what else I, I guess on top of what has already been said um, the costume design is fantastic all the props are fantastic. I think everything that the uh, war boys use and when they're chasing them through and like the little details and stuff like the people from Bullet Town have mm-hmm. ha- pulls a bullet out of his mouth that he was using as a tooth. Uh, I, lo- <laughs> I love these little these little things and I don't care that Fuzzy is shaking his head and I don't appreciate it Just either. about the bullet tooth. The bullet tooth was stupid. Do you know how big a fucking bullet is to be a I tooth? Love it. I love they it. They could be small bullets. Could be small bullets. Um, and there's ju- there's just these little nuances, these little ridiculous things throughout the film that I just think the characters just are crazy. Add to that's it. what makes it great. Yeah, the guy yeah, with the no just... nose and the the nipples tied together with the nipples. Oh, it's just rubbing hey, his nipples. Unnecessary. Hey, Absolutely unnecessary. It's, it's chaos. So what? Completely that's, necessary. It's not chaos. unnecessary. That's fun characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it just adds to it, and this, and just overall, the fact is, this film um, has some badass female characters in it. Does mm-hmm. a really good job there, and it doesn't like other films. It doesn't push it in your face that they are female. Yep. Unlike like Avengers um, Endgame, where it's like, let's team up, women, pow! <laughs> like that. So, yeah. That was the worst part of that fucking film for me, just because it was but, so in your face obvious. That yeah. you're right. Like this, this, this film naturally creates badass female characters and lets them do their own thing. They are completely independent. Mm-hmm. They're having their own time, and it's it's fantastic. It really suits what what they should be doing in cinema. Yeah. And what I also like is each of those uh, brides. I'm not sure what the term that the movie the breeders, for, but they all handle the breeders. Yeah, breeders. Yeah, they all use different. Like they all handle the situation mm. differently. Mm-hmm. One of them can't handle it and wants to run away, and but then she has her redemption moment towards the end of the film where she pretends that she wants to get taken away and then uses that to help Furiosa. So you know, there's character development in there, but it's not. They're like shouting at you. Yeah, and there's that one chick oh. that just keeps saying schlanger all the time, which is <laughs> that bothers me. I'll it's be that. honest, that bothers me. Yeah, yeah. that's the exploitation, <laughs> right the, there. Uh, the yeah. combination between American and Australian accents is yeah. bizarre. Um, it is weird. Just, just a question for the three, for the four of us. Have any of you guys actually used the word schlanger? No, didn't know no. what it meant. No, Siobhan looked it up. Like, really, you didn't know what it meant? No, I'd never heard it before. Yeah. What you does it have sound any like? Bogan family members, Tom. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> We're from Melbourne. <laughs> oh, 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 la! Oh. I say, oh la, Dita. It's a car. Melbourne, I say. <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> Stop imitating your auntie. <laughs> uh, I, I, like I said. It's not classic character development. I think, like, we've all somewhat agreed 
that Furiosa might be the best character of this film. Mm. I think. I think. Okay. See, I think they they give <laughs> they give her a lot to do, whereas like. Tom yeah. Hardy, I think he he does a very good job with a lot of the the facial expression, but they just don't give him enough. And, and you know, mm. and he is a I mean, the, the fucking film's Mad Max. That this is the, supposed to be the main character, and Furiosa steals the show because Max just gives you nothing. Yeah. You see a little bit of the connection, uh, but there's just not enough context for him to. Actually, not say anything and then he runs away at the end it's like well why is he running away like i don't understand who he is as a person that he's just leaving it just there's just not enough i've actually had like an almost argument with someone about this because tom hardy admitted that he didn't have faith in the movie and didn't try hard enough and this person felt that it was his fault that mad max wasn't good in this movie i had the argument that no even if he had done a good job, mm. it wasn't well written. No, no. The character of Max, there was no depth there, which is which is such a shame because I think he he was set up to have a really good film, but they just either edited out all the parts where he was speaking, um, or, yes. or like you know, and every time he does speak, it's just it's just this soft mumble in the yeah. background. It's South African, it's South African, is what you're looking for, not Australian. <laughs> well, that's what you can't. At the very the start of the film, I will say, it is a bit annoying, is you can't hear what he's saying at all when he's on the car. Mm. When he's on the car yeah. bonnet, I have no fucking idea what he's saying. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the, the that's intentional. Is, yeah. The dialogue's really hard to both understand and hear. Yeah. It almost mm. needs subtitles. Yeah. And it's, you could almost get away with it, because the dialogue's that few and far between. Yeah. Really, it's and not really an issue. Yeah, it's sort of stylized enough that subtitles could work. In, in some yeah. points like it's that kind of movie a subtitled scene would not be in, like completely wrong yeah. it would just be a, a, a choice they made and I would I'd allow it like I watch films with subtitles anyway so it's just how it is I have no issues with subtitles it'd be interesting because we're all Australian we can understand what they're saying pretty easily mm. but they've got very thick Australian accents and I do know that some people do have trouble understanding Australians. I do wonder whether or not people can even understand what they're saying a lot of the time mm. in this movie. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're sort of running into negatives already with the sound yeah. design. The sound design for the the dialogue in most of the action scenes is not great, but the sound design of the actual soundtrack. Oh yeah, we didn't even touch on the music. My oh god. god. The the it, music in this movie is Amazing! It makes it, me. It, it adds so much to this film. I guess you could say the music is a character as well, Tom. <laughs> I'm just watching Fuzzy's face again. He's pulling a face again. The soundtrack's Fuzzy, fantastic. Do you not like the soundtrack? Well, I feel we can't talk about the soundtrack without discussing guitar bungee cord guy. Oh, of course. If you say that's a negative, I'm a fucking. Yeah, I'm a fucking. No, I'm. I'm a literally work out how to peg you with things through the. <laughs> the internet. If you say anything bad about that man, I get the drums. I, can can we just? Can we <laughs> I get the it? drums. <laughs> I, get, I get. I get the drums. drums but guitar chord bungee, bungee chord guitar guy with the flamethrower. That's that's a combination of three great things: bungee chords, <laughs> guitars, flamethrower, and also such disrespect, Mister Guitar Man, flamethrower to you, bungee chord. <laughs> um, look. <sighs> 
I get it. I get that there's like some stylistic things in there, but at no at no point should that man be part of a war party chasing down another. Like there is no practical need for this thing at all. And th- Practicality is completely thrown out the window. He, cool. He is, can't bring, I, he is I, I, exactly. rallying. He's rallying the troops. That's what drums okay. did in old school wars. If, if, if that's the, the case, they did. are they are supposed to be at the back of everything. At one stage, they are right alongside, bashing up against the war rig. Like there, there is actually maybe they have the fastest. There's car. no practical need for that thing <laughs> to be involved actively in the combat of a chase. They're supposed to be there at the back, motivating everybody, not at the front, because the speakers aren't pointing back. Backwards. They're pointing forwards, the so no one will be up here if they're at the fucking <laughs> front of the chase. Like, it could just be intimidation. You're applying logic to this movie. It doesn't need to be <sighs> logical. And I think I think the question they ask when making this movie, someone came up with. They had like a, like a vision board, bungee cord, guitar flamethrower and they said why not what they did was they had a whole bunch of stuff they wanted to put into this movie and those were the three things left over they're like fuck it put it together with some weird guy with like no fucking eyes for a face also it's creepy i imagine they just pull them out also i'm just going to point out that he was not playing the guitar in the film like every time he was doing these like fucking amazing like metal guitar riffs his hands were staying completely still on the guitar so it was very distracting it's one of the things I really right, hate. Buzz like, Killington. Bad fake guitarists. Right. <laughs> like he was the worst. He's actually Why did a real you hurt guitarist. Me? He's, yeah. He's a he's actually guitarist a real guitarist. Guitarist. He was doing yeah. nothing though. Like it's not matching the film is not matching the sound that's coming out of what's happening. It, <laughs> no, you're right. There are certain parts where it's really badly edited. And speaking of bad edits, and that specific guy, when it crashes at the end and like the guitar like zooms up on the screen like it's in a bad three D movie and goes back. <laughs> Because it was in a 3D movie. It was terrible. That was... Yeah, there's a couple of things that they do like that in this film. It was just... Because it released in 3D. It was... I have it on 3D It's so bad, but that's not the point of having 3D. You're not supposed to do those whoa moments. It's not the 1950s. tell that to Sharkboy and Lava Girl. (laughs) Tell that to... What's Spy Kids 3D? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. It is. It, it's. It's one of the worst parts of the film, and especially at like the peak of the you know this bad chase coming backwards. Like that's the last thing you see in combat is this guitar go whoa. Stupid. So it takes. <laughs> I, I laughed, and the the film was done for me after that point. But the movie's supposed to be a bit. Like is it though? That. Yes, I think absolutely. It is. This movie is not yeah. supposed to be taken hundred percent. I don't serious. think it puts enough jokes you're in there for you. You've to... got characters with nipple clamps. Yeah, but hey, we need more of that. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, the world needs more tied together nipples. Yeah. You can quote the me on that. World needs now. <laughs> right. Nipples. Let's run through some more clams. negatives because because we I think we're running a bit long, yeah. but. It's worth it. There's definitely this, negatives this movie, here. Yeah. Okay. Ian, what's your definite negatives then? Seeing as uh, you're bragging definite... about having negatives. <laughs> I think the biggest negative is what Fuzzy's touched on is the story. 100%. Mm. It is very weak, um, particularly when the titular character doesn't have a journey. <laughs> Their journey is non-existent. Well, no, there, there's the a physical journey in place of an actual like <laughs> journey of story. <laughs> story journey, yeah. Well, kind of not, because it comes back to the same spot, so even physically. The journey can be a loop. That's okay. It's like he forgot his fucking car keys or something. Oh, I have to go back home. I forgot my wallet. I have to go back home. 
<laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings. If Lord of the Rings was the journey, like Mordor happens Ooh. halfway through, and then you're back, at, like no, the journey is getting to the destination. The destination is not where you fucking started. Oh my god, oh. I didn't realize you were so passionate about this. Fuzzy. Angry. Sorry. Please continue. In. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I leave the stove on? Yeah, I left the stove on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll only come for back me, for a minute. I'll, yeah, I'll be gone soon. I'll, I'll be gone. I think that there, although there's enough story there to instigate the drive and the story to happen physically, there's not enough there for the characters. Um, particularly, the titular character doesn't change at all, and I think that ruins a big part of the movie for me. It's extremely entertaining. It looks fantastic. The color. It sounds fantastic. It is a blockbuster movie, and you have to kind of loosen reality to enjoy mm. it suspend disbelief yes fuzzy suspend the disbelief oh it got suspended <laughs> suspended by elastic cause it's a good time <laughs> oh god it's the worst negative Just anyone else got some negatives? so many um I, I fuzzy think... you said yours you should <laughs> I've only started <laughs> I, I agree with you. The story is lacking, but I took that opportunity to make check my phone. Well, I took it. I took it to to sort of make your own assumptions about a movie. And I know that's it's lazy. It's actually quite lazy. I see that. I'm not unaware of that, but I still I still like it. I can't I can't. Tom Hardy was wasted in this movie. That's 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 probably my biggest negative. And actually, Immortan Joe, like the the villain, to me wasn't set up enough. Like I didn't hate him enough to be the main villain of this movie. I, I think kind of character- liked how he wasn't kind of extremely villainous. Yeah, he had a yeah he had a, like a, an understandable purpose in a fucked up way that mm. you don't agree with, but. You can yeah, see it. Maybe. You can see their viewpoint, put it that way. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, Did I you need know. him Some, to be like twirling a like... mustache or something? Because, you know, yeah. put a mustache on front of that mask. Just like, oh. Yeah, then you like, literally Wah. have wacky races. It could be wacky races for me. <laughs> the R rated version of wacky races. <laughs> <laughs> it basically is. Well, I think, yeah, that's probably my biggest negatives. Tom? What you got? Yeah, um, I mean, to extend on what's actually already been said, um, I, I personally liked the villain. I, I, I did like the handling of that, and I Fine. didn't think. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming after everybody's negative points here, um, and I guess with Mad Max and the character in general, I was okay with him being that more of a background sort of thing, um, and I think that to me. If you, Despite the fact that he was the title character, I think I was okay with Furiosa being the main then, person. Then just call it Fury and Road. Don't call it Mad Max. Furiosa Road. But but isn't I haven't seen the originals. Is he more like? Does he speak more in the originals? Is yeah, he... he speaks a lot. It's Mel okay. Gibson, of course he does. <laughs> he can't shut that. He doesn't shut up. I personally didn't see an issue with it um but 
the ones that I, I guess I did see the most issue with is, and I think Fuzzy did mention it before, that there is CGI in this film. Mm-hmm. Some of it is quite not good. <laughs> um, some, that's some a nice way of saying well. Yeah. It actually looked fine at the time. Yeah, I, I do think it was probably, surprisingly enough, probably more forgiving when it was on a big screen or whatever. It because usually is. When, when I was watching yeah. it now, there's segments where it shows stuff up close and it's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, yeah. not fantastic. But uh, some things still actually probably look just as good, if not better, than they did. Every time yeah. I see that wall of sand, I'm like, oof. Mm. That was pretty cool. And there's... There's one scene in particular that I just want to end my negatives on that really annoyed me. Mm. The mask on Joe's face when he opens. When it opens, when he runs over his bride, it looks so dumb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he starts screaming and the teeth open. I didn't didn't even know. It was a very... Yeah, that mask situation was very weird. Like, because when he, like, mm-hmm. how they kill him is they, like, hook his face up with a harpoon and shove it through the tires, and then that rips his whole face off. Like, but it yep, looks I like he's got that, a that tube. Ventilator like, was, like, connected. Yeah, it looks like he's got a tube yeah. down his throat. Which is. Mm. I, I didn't see that happening when he's, like, putting his mask on at the start. So it just seemed like a very odd way of doing all of that. Mm-hmm. And you it's, don't really yeah. see it. That was my bother because it like it happens so fast that you don't mm, see it. Yeah. They deliberately don't show you it properly, and we're like, uh, "I need closure." Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's much cheaper to animate like six frames of CGI <laughs> than like sixty frames. It's much cheaper to kill people True. off yes. screen. Much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just kill it's the just main bad guy off screen. It'll be totally fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. People will make oh, assumptions he, uh, for the story. He got COVID. He's not in today. <laughs> uh, uh, has anything? Has anyone else got anything to add? Just Fuzzy, a couple of quick fire ones. Just get the sense you've got. Just a couple more, of quick yeah. fire ones. All right, all right. Take it away. Right. And then we'll score. Um, when uh, when Mad Max uh, is on the front of the car, like being the blood bag, and the car like crashes and goes over and over, that guy's definitely dead. There is no way that he would have survived <laughs> that. Um, I'm sorry. You, this is the guy who likes Fast and Furious. I like it because yeah. it's yeah. stupid. Because that film doesn't pretend to be serious, whereas this film this- does. Uh, this film definitely it, doesn't. It's got a car with nipple clamps. It's not pretending <laughs> to be clamps. This film is trying to have a bob each way, which is like I don't think it knows what it wants to be properly. Like it doesn't. It wants to be an action film. It wants to be dramatic. It wants to be all of these things, and I don't know if it gets the right tone of any of those. To be completely honest, so I think it does some really. It's more the rock kicking missiles out of a yes, car. Yes, that's correct. That's and, and, you know, people punching through brick walls and stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I like stupid films because they are stupid and they don't pretend to be anything other than that. Um, yes. But, yeah, I think there's... there's I, I like some parts of this film, but it just, I, I just can't get into it. It just... There's too much about it that just... I, I can't enjoy. It takes me out of the that's whole fair. experience and... My viewing experience, obviously, was was top notch. But yeah, but just like the the whole experience is when they ask you to suspend disbelief, I just I, I can't. I just mm. there's too much weirdness about it that I I don't buy into. So there we go. I think like it sort of if if you miss out on that small window at the beginning, 
of allowing yourself to be in this world and completely rather than like if you it's it's so easy to miss because the opening really mm. is only a couple of minutes and if you're not into it then and you're not bought in fully then then you won't be. i want i want to see that's the film that yeah. i wanted though i wanted mad max yeah. and his interceptor i wanted to see that film and then they tease it and then like the interceptor comes back at the end and he's like that's my car and i'm like yes jump on that car steal that car and fucking kill everybody that'd be great and then they, they don't, and that car disintegrates. And it's just like, uh, mm. you're showing me the film that I want, like having seen the originals. I want to see that again. And it, it's just not there. And it's that's the really, mm. it's a frustration for me rather than something that I, it's not like a, hey, here's a cool reference. It's a frustration that I don't get to see that. Yeah. Well, you know what they say? There's no real car that can match the Interceptor. <laughs> 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 Oh, God. All right, Tom. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's, let's give this baby a score. <laughs> let's do it. Tom, when you're ready. Oh, me first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. you, changed, you changed the order there. Um, I know. I like to change things up. Keep you on your toes. Seeing you're still, still toes, in bed. Indeed. Um, I'm not still in bed. I'm on a couch with the doona. <laughs> it's different. I brought <laughs> bed there, to me. Bed. <laughs> I brought bed to me. You're a visionary. Um, so I absolutely love this film. I think I've said it on the podcast before. Out of majority of recent films, I think I have rewatched this film the most. I think this is probably mm-hmm. maybe the fifth or sixth time that I've seen this film, which nice. for me with recent films is not something that I don't do. I don't I don't really rewatch films to that extent. Um I I've enjoyed it every time I've watched it. I've enjoyed it just as much now. Siobhan and I were sitting there the entire time going, how fantastic is this film? I am going to give this one an 8.5. That is high. I love this film. Well done. I, I, I think it's I, super I, enjoyable. Look, I'm with you. Hmm. Fuzzy. How how with him are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him. <laughs> okay. I might actually save you till last. Ian? Uh, yeah, I also really enjoy this film. I think there are, like I said, several things that stop it from being as good as it could have been. Um, so particularly just having some development in characters, I think would have been enough for me. Mm-hmm. That, that would have been enough for me to really say this is a next level good film, uh, which is a shame because there are so many fantastic things about this movie. I am going to give this film a solid eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is a good score. So good that I'm also going to give it an eight because sort of watching it again made me realize the things I don't like about it, but I also realized even more the things I do like about it. And I, I, I appreciate how it's made. And I love a pretty film. We know this. I love good-looking movies. And this is a good-looking movie good-looking to me. You love good-looking things. It's a good, this is why just, you're my friend. It just appeals. Yes, yeah. <laughs> It just appeals to my sense of, like, just appreciation of, like, colour and and sound. I love the soundtrack, Fuzzy. Bungie Guitar Man Flamethrower is is a visionary, and more films need guitar players on bungee cords with a flamethrower. Uh, so I'm going to give it an 8 as well, because, oh, boy, it's a pretty film. And my viewing experience was fantastic. So, you know, <laughs> props, props for the viewing experience. <laughs> All right, Fuzzy, 
Um, Lay it on us. Oh, look, I mean, for all of my negatives about this film, for all of the things that uh, that I don't get, I have to still respect this as a film. Like, I think there's there's still some really awesome parts to it. I really do enjoy the action. I just it just doesn't have the coherency of the plot to to string it all together to give me. <sighs> A better experience of the film. I need to. I need to understand what the motivations are, which is why, I like you know, in compared this to, to John Wick, like I think there's some good setup, some better setup in there that gives you more context for why things yeah. are happening, and I don't think there's enough setup for this film to justify it. Um, so, mm. in that aspect, I'm going to give this film a seven point five. That's higher than I thought. It's still a good, like, there's still good parts of it. I don't like it as as a an overall viewing experience, but I can't give it any lower than that. Like, that's disrespectful to the final product that you get. I think it's, I don't know, I think this, this it still looks very pretty and it's still fun to watch from the action perspective. You just have to switch off your brain for the rest of it because there's nothing else in there for yep. me. So 7.5 yep. because it's still fun and pretty. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I've been saying. It's fun and pretty. There's <laughs> the just not a lot between movies. these. It's kind of like you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the end of movies. <laughs> it is the end of films. <laughs> it's not aging well. Put it that way. <laughs> it looks great with a mustache. Though, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More nipple flaps. <laughs> All right, guys. That has been our episode of Madbox Fury Road post-apocalypse edition. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, and we'll be sure to read them out on the show verbatim. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, feel free to tell them about us, and you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at ShakenNotNerd, or on Twitch at Shaken underscore not underscore noob. Fuzzy, how has New been going? It's been going great. We've been uh, we got yeah. to review a couple of games this last week. Uh, we got to play as a shark for a very long period of time. <coughs> the world's first shark PG, which is quite fun. Oh boy, shark! Yes. PG. Emphasis on the R. <laughs> shark PG. R. Uh, it's, yeah, it's good. So um, yeah, check it out. We uh, played Saints Row, th- uh, Saints Row the Third, the, the remastered edition, and uh, Man Eater. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's out on this week's episode. Nice. She's a man. Well, go check it out. (laughs) I have been Ollie, and I've had a lot of fun. Thank you very much, guys. I've been Fuzziosa. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Tom. I've been Nipple Clamps Johnson. (laughs) Yeah, you have. Furiosa Road. (laughs) Fury. It's a prequel, guys. Furiosa you? Road. <laughs> Just live from Shaken Not Nerd. It's Saturday night. Uh, Saladas. Chicka Chicka.